0: You're a wizard, Harry. Welcome to the Harry Potter Book Club for the Goblet of Fire with
1: Sarah Tompkins, Vijaya Shrestha
0: and I'm Michael Demaro. This week Chapter 10 Mayhem at the Ministry. We also discuss Aurors and the battle for the tri quizard Tournament continues.
1: Listeners and welcome to the 10th week of the Tri Tournament. Did you put your name in the goblet? <laughs> did ya, I me? Mean, did ya? Uh, we are neck and neck and farther down, whatever's farther down than the neck.
0: I'm two points behind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Vijaya and Sarah, neck and neck. Michael, close, close, close behind, nipping at our heels. He's no, at the tail end. Nowhere near the neck. So we shall continue with our wonderful Quizich, Tri Quizich master, Megan. Who goes first, Megan? Megan.
2: I believe Me that is
1: Michael and Sarah. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Tompkins. okay. What type of quill does Rita Skeeta use? Ding, ding, ding. Bah. Oh, that was Michael.
0: The quick quotes quill.
1: Nice job, Michael. Correct. Thank you. Nice job.
2: Nice Jorb. All right, Sarah. It's you and you. You and you. You and me, baby. Just me, me against
1: me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you okay. both
0: got it wrong, that'd be awesome.
1: Me, me against me sounds like <laughs> mid to late 2000s. Punk, yes. Like a post punk band, like an emo punk uh-huh. band. Me yes. against me. Okay. Sorry. There right. is yeah. an action.
2: Oh, wait, wait. Or a. a Twin
1: comedy. Oh. Hmm. Starring Lindsay Lohan, playing both roles. Playing both roles. I like this. Let's do this. Okay. Also, Bajaya, let's answer this question first, then we can write the Lindsay Lohan (laughs) movie. Sweet. TV show. Who helped Harry figure out the egg's clue in the prefect's bathroom? Beep. Sarah. (laughs) Cedric Diggory. No. No. Beep. Beep. Bajaya. Moaning Myrtle. Okay, but that's, that's yeah. Pre- okay, that's that is a that is a weird question. Uh, she said she I said pre in the prefix bathroom in the prefix bathroom. The bathroom. Pre- oh, okay, that's but the, the, I was you were saying like no. Okay, but that's not that's a why I added that. Part. No, but that's that's, <laughs> no, that's unfair. I, I, think it's fine. I think that's unfair.
0: It's got. In th- she said in the prefix bathroom.
1: Yeah, but the Seth, clue Seth was wasn't the clue was the clue was in the prefix bathroom. That was the clue. It was no, he told amazing. him no, to go to the. You pe- know, prefix Harry private. being Harry. I think that. He I think that. Okay, this is my new Phoenix. I am so mad right now. That's so. that is such a.
0: It was a trick question, no, I, can, but I can
1: ask another question. If no, you know. no, no, I think that was No. Fine. no. <laughs> she can keep it, but I'm never letting any of you live this down ever again.
2: Noted. So Cedric helped by telling him go to the bathroom, but he didn't go right. to the bathroom
1: himself. Right.
0: And he didn't really help as much as Moaning Myrtle did. Moaning Myrtle basically Oh, my
1: God. Have, like, fed he would never him. have gone to the bathroom if Cedric hadn't told him in a weirdly, like, innuendoed part of the book. <laughs> Like and but I am so no the, I disagree me, I disagree no, vehemently I mean, Harry
2: wouldn't have figured it out if it wasn't for Moni Martin me like
1: they're fucking yep. I put Mormon it I just water. say fucking
2: great like uh, come on Harry okay. get something together fine <laughs> the chat is <laughs> so also mad. split so if them well it's kind of split if that helps you
0: what a divisive question who knew <laughs> who knew man anyway, I guess.
2: <laughs> Because you can interpret it both ways. Okay.
0: Wow. Matt said.
2: Matt Matt McCarthy said, "Megan's gonna earn her money now." (laughs) What does that mean? She doesn't know we're not paying you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fun. Thanks, everybody. That was a fun, uh, memorable, fun,
1: quote
2: unquote. I can't wait till people hear this episode and write to us about how Sarah was wrong. All right, bye!
1: <laughs> I hate you.
0: Chapter 10, Mayhem at the Ministry.
1: What?
0: Um. So... All the terrible shit just went down, and uh, and they, like, decide to go to bed. They're like, we'll just stay the <laughs> night here. We're
1: not going to. It's like the horror movies where they're like, you know, I someone just grabbed my ankle in the basement, but I should probably try and go to bed and just deal with it in the morning. No. no.
2: I mean they they are really far away from oury Saint Catchpole so they probably don't have any way to get home. Like the kids can't operate or Just start start walking. I don't know. But they have to get a catch so. a porky
1: from like there back home. You think that the not the ministry like send emergency vehicles of some sort? You would think that. Cuz it's like a state of emergency, crisis. Anyway, seems silly. You try to get, get all people these people out. But, I
2: mean, I guess maybe they're like, well, all the Death Eaters just separated already, so maybe it's okay.
0: Yeah. I thought it was weird. But they don't get much sleep. Surprise. And uh, and the next morning, they, they see poor Mr. Roberts, the muggle, and uh, he's like, Merry Christmas. Mm. His brain is just fucked. It was bad enough before, but now they've had to remove this this horrible incident that happened to him and his family which is kind of disgusting
2: yeah and i kind of want an update on the roberts is like was he okay after that did he have PTSD? like did he lose his campsite right. business did the yeah. wizards give him money every week like what happened
1: yeah. i mean you think who that they knows? could have just know. who knows but anyway i think they handled that whole situation with him wrong to begin with before craziness happened
0: Uh, So they grab a port key and they they head back and Mrs. Weasley's like waiting, you know, at the end of the lawn and uh, she comes running and she's like, oh my God, I was so worried. I
2: thought you were dead. Mom, get off. I'm not dead.
1: (laughs) You couldn't even text. She like pushes everyone
0: aside. She like pushes everyone aside and then she goes and hugs the twins and she's really upset because she had yelled at them before they left and she was like... What if Voldemort ate you and then I never saw you again and the last thing I said was you didn't get enough OWLs. So she was very, that was very very trying for old old Mrs. Weasley. But she was clutching a, a Daily Prophet in her hand and there's this whole article by Rita Skeeter just just roasting the ministry, just calling them a bunch of a doofs and uh, and they even specifically name Mr. Well they don't name Mr. Weasley, but they say a ministry official made a really lame statement oh, that didn't no. that was wasn't enough information and said no one got hurt even though rumors say that bodies were later carried out of the forest. so Mr. Weasley is like Well now there's gonna be rumors after you printed that I gotta go in the office. And so he, he goes he goes to the office even though he's on vacation. It's on a holiday.
2: Fake news I don't know. Me <laughs> up.
0: Fake news Harry's getting Harry's nervous because still no owl from Sirius. What's going on? So he's like, "Hey, everybody, shit's gotten too real. Come, come with me up to the room." And uh, so Ron <laughs> and Harry, and Hermione, go up, and uh, and he he finally tells them that his scar hurt the other day, and uh, and they of course flip out, just as he imagined they would, and uh, and so and then he also tells them he had a dream where Voldemort and or Voldemort. And Wormtail are plotting to kill someone. But he can't he can't bring himself to say that it that plotting to kill him. And then like, you know, I had a dream, and then Death Eaters on the March a couple days later. Coincidence? Are they connected?
2: No. No. Not really. No. I don't
0: Not think really, so. Harry. Stop uh you know, you're projecting or something. I don't know what
1: Or repressing, I don't know.
0: Or yeah. And then Harry brings up Trelawney's prediction and Hermione's like that it's was all about fraud. you
2: Harry all the time.
0: But she did predict that Voldemort would come back and and you know here we are. So
1: So maybe you should just cool it Hermione.
0: Yeah. So Ron's but- like, "Why don't we go play some quidditch?" And, uh,
2: <laughs> Why
1: don't we go to bed? Her? Hermione's not-
0: like,
2: Hermione's not completely wrong because Trelawney had predicted a bunch
1: of crazy shit. So, oh yeah, no, oh, she's, yeah. She's, hey. she's 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 batshit. But
0: but this was different. Uh, so Ron says that they should go play Quidditch, and Hermione's like, Harry doesn't want to play Quidditch. He wants to get some nice rest. Don't
1: and Harry's you? like,
0: Fuck you, Hermione. <laughs> you
1: and, uh, and
0: so of course they go. <laughs> and of course they go and play Quidditch, and Hermione's just like, God, get sucked, man. So. Couple of days go by. The ministry is just in uproar. Everyone's freaking out. People keep sending Percy howlers for some reason, <laughs> uh, complaining about security. Which brings up the whole thing that we talked about in the past about like, can you just send a howler to anyone? Apparently, and apparently you, can. you can just you can just send one to the ministry and
1: and some poor like I said, didn't I even say that? Like some poor intern has to open all the dumb right. howlers all day.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then you know, there's that, and then there's other people like Mundungus, Mundungus Fletcher claiming that he had a twelve bedroom tent with an ensuite jacuzzi, and uh, which, <laughs> which you know, which is BS because he was clearly sleeping under like a a cloak over two sticks or something.
1: I like that. I love it. Cool. Like there is like some sort of insurance fraud happening in like right. amidst chaos and horribleness. He's, like, trying to double indemnity the the ministry.
0: (laughs) So they're just hanging around. Harry's, like, checking out the Weasley's cool-ass clock, which has, instead of having normal times, it has things on it like home, school, work, traveling, lost, hospital, prison, mortal peril. And instead of, and there's, like, a bunch of hands on it, and all the hands are the Weasleys, and so that tells you where they are, which is really neat. Seems like a cool, powerful magic item. So they're just yeah, like, that's got to be some per- like
1: decent charms behind that, right? right? Like, that's like kind of like a write off. Now I think about it, I'm like, man.
0: Yeah. So Percy is like, you know, they're talking about how Mr. Weasley's still at the office. And Percy's like, well, after his gaff with that whole Skeeter article, how dare you, sir? Uh, you know, he, he probably is trying to make up for it. And everyone's like, Percy, you pratt. Bill talks about how a skier makes everybody sound bad. She even called him a long-haired pillock once.
1: (laughs) Which is only half right.
0: (laughs) And Molly's like, well, your hair is kind of long. I
1: (laughs) I love Molly.
0: (laughs) She's the best. Uh, And then another interesting question that we have talked about before uh, comes up. uh, Mrs. Weasley had gone and bought books for the kids and... Taking money out of Harry's vault and giving him a bunch of money. Yeah.
1: Mm. Maybe he just, maybe she yeah. like, just like you can, I like, don't... maybe he added How does her that on. work? I mean, maybe we just, she didn't
0: <laughs> put her on his, his account.
1: Yeah, he like added her to his account. It's, guys, it's magic. It could be magic. Like maybe he's, she's maybe a magical a... guardian.
2: Yeah, well, I was gonna say, maybe there's a way that maybe he gave her, like, this is not gonna be sexy to write in a, book for kids, youths slash adults, but maybe there's a slip of paper that he could magically sign and they can authenticate it as like it being real. So yeah, maybe that's how she did it. Put them on maybe. the account.
0: So the the twins are in the corner. They're just scheming, doing something. And, uh, and Mrs. Weasley's like, what are you up to? Are you working on Weasley's wizarding wheezes again? And they're like, no. uh, I
1: think you mean, oh, I think you mean Weasley's Mom. wizard wheezes, Michael.
0: And I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what I mean, but, uh, finally Ar- Arthur gets home and he's just, it's, he's very stressed out. And point, apparently Rita Skeeter is just, she's just nosing around. She's found out that Bertha Jorkins went missing and that's going to be the headline tomorrow. And, uh, and they all muse about, oh, thank goodness she hasn't found out about Winky. And Hermione just goes off again about how bad Crouch is for being mean to Winky. And so then, you know, Harry's still still worried, still worried about Sirius. And um, they're, you know, just, you know, I'm worried about Sirius. Maybe he got caught. I don't know. And they're going through the shopping that, that Molly got for them. And uh, we find out that Ron has terrible dress robes. (gasps) Biggest plot point of the book. Amazing. Ron and his dumb maroon (laughs) frilly (laughs) dress robes. Ron and and his uh, dumb
1: clothes.
0: And uh, Harry's got cool-ass bottle green dress robes, uh, which are good because Harry isn't poor. And uh, Ron is really sad about being poor, even... And then, like, as he's saying, he's like, oh, Everything I have sucks. And then, uh, when he says that, like, his stupid little owl starts choking on an owl tree. Oh, and, you
1: know, and
0: that's, and that is the end of the chapter. That's it. It's
1: pretty, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the whole, pretty good. It's the whole thing. It's just a little slice of life. Man. Yeah. It's a good chapter.
0: Probably as hard as Bajaya's chapter last week, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> About the same
2: I
1: just mean, you know, uh, love the level of density, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, new things. I think this is the first time we hear about Rita Skeeter, right? Yeah, like,
1: I think that's right.
0: Uh, I'm I'm asking you if these are new things.
1: Rita I think Skeeter. Also,
0: I think also this is the first time we find we hear the name of Mundungus Fletcher. Maybe has he come up before?
1: I or think he's like come up before because didn't he? Wasn't he? Wasn't he? he like, Trying to do something. Tried to steal stuff from the Malfoy house or something. Right? With that? No. With that? I don't
0: know. Anyway, He's they come just up bring him up. He's
1: come up before.
0: Okay. Yeah, Well, I do think it's the first time that we we hear about their clock. Again, correct me if I'm wrong. But but they go into describing all.
1: Yeah. No. The I clock, don't think so. I don't think they would have described. I think we only hear about it that one time. All right.
0: Um. Which leads me to my question as to like how they get this clock.
1: I don't know because like. Obviously, like, the actual technology of, like, enchanting it to, like, no, like, GPS-wise, no person, mm-hmm. you could do that now, but you'd have to, like, have a really good database of, like, what each place qualifies as, like, right. what school, prison, how do they know which prison, there's a lot of prisons, you know?
0: Is this Is this, like, a thing that... That Arthur got because he's got you know his his weird Muggle artifacts thing.
1: Wizards like time,
0: right? <laughs> yeah,
1: they have a concept of time. Just, they they like time. They have time turns.
0: It just seems weirdly powerful, and also it's one of those things where, like, it must be at some level like thinking, and you can't, you don't know where his brain is. Yeah, that's right? not right.
1: Who, who was it? Who this said, "Don't trust"? Wasn't it? Wasn't it Mister Weasley who said, "Don't trust"? A it
0: might have been.
1: Can't see its brain. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because, because it's making it a decision if somebody's in mortal peril or not, right? Like, it's.
1: I guess that's true. I feel like I feel like this happens a lot, especially with like the Weasleys. But it happens a lot where like. They'll mention some object in passing and it's it's really like inconspicuous. But then you think about it and you're like that's probably really powerful and that probably has a lot of magic behind it. But
2: like so the rest of the things on that clock is like you could do that with GPS, right? That's so what I'm saying. Yeah, fairly had- boring. Yeah. So I think like anytime there's like a uh, general gloom and doom there's like something dangerous happen like if it was World war two it probably would point to mortal danger so right I but i assume like, that if i wouldn't I count assume that 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 as having a like having its own brain like
1: well forming in some ways well maybe because like mortal peril like yeah you could be in an area where there's like a war but like what if you're on a hike and then you fall and you're hanging off a cliff by one hand? I bet it's gonna put mortal peril there, and then it has to form the decision that you're in mortal peril because you you're gonna fall off a cliff. Or maybe right? it
2: has a GPS built in and it's a very precise GPS and it can tell that you're hanging
1: off a cliff. It's possible, but that seems like that'd be pretty maybe, powerful. Maybe. And like and
0: clearly they they added hands only you know ten years ago or whatever. If if the Ginny's kids. on there,
1: yeah, yeah. Seems pretty handy. I don't know. Seems like um
2: a way to put like tabs on your kids. Like the kids want their privacy,
1: right? Or if a dark lord breaks into your house, they know where everyone is. That's true. So you can just take the clock around and hunt him down <laughs> Voldemort That's, not funny. Like, that's while, so Voldemort like. finds Harry He just carries this clock around Like Flava like, flavor, uh, around he has his has to be around
2: Ron <laughs> It's like Flava like, right around Ron. his
1: neck And he's like ah oh, Harry and he just keeps like Missing him like Scooby Doo style He gets there and he's yeah, gone yeah. already uh,
0: Anyway Well anyway That is my chapter
1: Thanks, Hey my chapter Michael also, Michael. poor Mister Weasley. I just want to say, poor Mister Weasley.
0: I know. I feel. I feel it, man. I know how He's that. He's just feels. trying to make a Idea. living.
1: He's just trying to work. make ends meet. He loves family. All right. Well. Thanks, Michael. Right. Thanks, bowl. Michael. Hello,
2: Michael and Sarah. Hello, Hello Bajaya. Bajaya. Would you like to know more about the Aurors? I'm good. Auras?
1: Aurors? I don't know. Tell me. Tell me more. Do I want yeah, to learn okay, more? Okay, fine.
0: Tell oh. us about Aurors. Or-
1: <laughs> Horrors?
2: <laughs> the Rural Juror. All right, so the <laughs> aura Department, A-U-R-O-R-R, formerly known as Auror Office, are headquartered on the level... The second level of the Ministry of Magic. Okay. They are an elite group of witches and wizards who battle the dark arts. They operate in some ways like as soldiers, um, more often as intelligence agents seeking out dark wizards and defeating them and often in fierce wizard duels. So. The offices that are on level two consist of series of open cubicles. And, um, each or being given like one cubicle to, cubicle to work on, work in, and the pictures of known dark wizards, maps, clippings of Daily Prophet, blah, blah, blah align the cubicles, which, you know, help them in finding the, these dark wizards.
1: So I like that. I like that, like, even in the wizarding world, like, you can't avoid cubicles. Like they are just a fact of human <laughs> existence. Are.
2: Yeah. So when the magical congress of the United States, Makusa, as um, Sarah said like a couple episodes ago, was founded in nineteen sixty 1960, it's nineteen sixty three. Sixteen ninety-three, after the Salem witch trials, they needed aurors to track down those responsible for persecuting witches and wizards and bring those hmm. scourers to justice. Then President Josiah Jackson, no relation to our Andrew Jackson, well, our as in quotations, um, hired 12 uh, original please, orders thank you. from Office of Magical Law Enforcement of Makusa, with only two of whom lived to old age due to hazards involving um, the job. So... They found and executed scourers while also searching out criminal wizards who had fled Europe and elsewhere to hide in the uninhabited North America. The auras were also responsible for bringing justice. The The Makusa auras are different. Uh, these are the auras we're going to talk about are um, in England or the UK, they were responsible for bringing to justice many of the dark wizards who supported Voldemort during the first wizarding wars. They also battled giants, killing many, driving the rest from Britain. Under the leadership of Barty Crouch Sr., who headed Mm -hmm. the Department of Magical Law Enforcement under Voldemort's defeat, the first wizarding war, the Aurors were given sweeping powers, so, they were just given uh, power to kill or capture uh, enemy wizards, many of whom were wizards, are dark wizards, and were very vicious. And Sirius Black was actually imprisoned during this time without a trial because of these fucking policies. No due process, am I right? So, mm. I'll skip oh, this shit boy. because it's spoilers. So, historical note the first Aura <laughs> recruitment program was established by the Minister of Magic. Eldritch Diggory, who uh, has a dear. very, very, very extremely attractive, great, 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 I don't know, uh, however mean, great, great grandson.
1: Congrats on those genes, Diggory yeah. the Elder. Eldritch Diggory, if you will.
2: Um, it is unclear if this marked the actual beginning of the Aurors. However, since hes Faeus to score, uh, any relations to Al Gore? We don't know. Um, <laughs> listed as one of the earliest possible to say. <laughs> Became Minister for Magic. Of Magic is 1752. It does seem likely. So training to be an or takes three years after leaving Hogwarts. And Ors, the Aurors Department, asks for a minimum of five NEWTS. With nothing under exceeds expectations grade.
1: Yeah, it's like getting your masters. You gotta be at the top of your
2: class if you want. To, it's like wanting to be in the FBI or like CIA. I guess like agents. I don't know if that's true. I'm just making shit up. Mm. Uh, <laughs> apart from um, Defense Against the Dark Arts, the recommended N.E.W.T.s are charms, potions, particularly the potion, a study of poisons and antidotes, and transfiguration. So, if a candidate for aura training has the required academic qualifications, he or she must pass a background check for a c- criminal record. So, like, don't do, like, so you can't be, like, smart as shit in school, then, like, vandalize one shit, or, I don't know, steal stuff, probably.
0: Break I rules, like Harry does.
2: Yeah. Well, that... Rabble uh, rouse. Harry, Harry, I think, he becomes an aura later, so Spoilers. Which also are yeah, but, he's ones, but I got think that's because uh, they were just, I guess, brave and they get nepotism. a having yeah. poor grades and being rule breakers. The people that want to be Aurors also must pass a stringent series of character and aptitude tests at the aura Office. These tests assess skill in practical defense, perseverance, and dedication, and the f- ability to react well to stress. Once they're accepted into the program... Man, this seems like a fucking rigorous program. I would say no, thank you. An aura trainee is taught, among other things, concealment and
1: disguise and stealth and tracking. Hmm.
2: Yeah, so. uh, So it's like being being
1: like a Navy SEAL.
2: Yeah, basically. It's very, very crazy. So, known or in uh, Britain are uh, the gore person, Venusia -er Crickerly a uh, second order to become minister for magic. So they have like a kind of a track record for Ors becoming Minister in Magic, which um mm. I don't know. That seems weird. Uh that's kinda like lawyers becoming congressmen, which is also weird. Uh not really because they know how to write that shit. But um we talked about politics, so I don't know if like Ors becoming minister of magic is mm-hmm. something weird, like
1: well, also, I mean, I guess, I guess you're already part of it's like you're already in the ministry. You already are very trusted, and you clearly have the aptitude, like, but to be a yeah, minister. Yeah, but it's
2: also, yeah, it's kind of like in American politics whenever there's like a military person that gets um, nominated for a cabinet position, right. They tout like their service. military experience. So I right, think, right. yeah, service. So mm-hmm. maybe it's the service that makes them uh, seem more. Seem better for the job because they've already been selflessly right.
1: Well, they're also like they're also like viewed as heroes. So if they actually have some yeah. sort of like election process, then that's good. Then they're like,
2: yeah, yeah so we want this person. The other people we know are John Dolish, Alex, and Frank Longbottom. So Neville's parents yeah. are also were also uh, uh, Aurors. Oh, let me see: Rufus Skinsmore, Kingsley Shacklebolt, Nymphadora, Kingsley.
1: I love,
2: I love Tonks. Um, it also says there are also like a couple of unnamed people, which with eyepatch and Wizard with Ponytail longer than Bill Weasley's.
1: Hmm. So
2: I thought that was right. So was that their official that- name? Actually, it says unnamed. So um, so I think that was just like unnamed in the book. yeah, yeah at least it just described them. it yeah, right. Makusa, I said has its own group of aurors to protect the wizardry of North America whose um offices are located inside the Woolworth building in New York City like I said like Peter uh, Peter Jackson <laughs> Peter Jackson was there What? <laughs> he was an auror? <laughs> <Just laughs> Jackson. So I volunteers and did a uh, be trained to hunt down scourers um they also helped to uphold the international statute of secrecy with the no match.
1: i fucking hate that term it's not great it's not great sorry jk that's just not a good choice
2: (laughs) i don't know if she thought americans would be like yeah no match. no during the 1920s when the Obscurial, was on the loose in New York City. Orcs were the first in line to keep the nomad just safe and helping to repair the damage to the what? city. We saw that. We saw that.
1: We saw that in, happen.
2: Yeah. Fantastic beast In the film.
1: Yeah. And so the there places of, that you locate them.
2: Yeah. So there are the original 12 oars of Makusa Department of Law Enforcement. Um, some of the funny names are Mary Johnson. Robert Grimsditch, Gondolphus Graves, <laughs> uh, Mungo Macduff, Brothilda <laughs> <laughs> Roche, Helmut Weiss. Helmut. And some of uh, these auras also went on to become president of MACUSA, like Charity Wilkinson, and then like there are a couple of other people that became other prominent people in mm, wow. MACUSA. Yeah, that's the ore stuff. Neat. That is pretty neat. We'll, prog- we'll, we'll learn more about ores as we go on. Other famous ores. I didn't want to give it all away.
1: Well, thank you for not spoiling us, but also educating us, Bajaya. Yeah,
0: You're that's very interesting. Fascinating stuff, Bajaya. Uh,
1: thank you.
2: When God see you, Leviosa. Bajaya. It's not Leviosa. It's Leviosa.
1: That's the only spell I would use if I were an aura. That's it.
2: <laughs> just no, make people fly spells. around.
1: <laughs> and just make people float. That's why right, we'll s- I was accepted to the program. <laughs> we'll see you
2: next week. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining us for You're a Wizard, Ari. Our editor is Alan Matthews. Podcast art by Jesse Carlton and music by Sean Fagan. Want to help out? Leave us a five-star rating review on iTunes. Want to get in touch? Email us at potterpod at geeklyinc.com. You can also get in touch with us on Twitter. I'm ThriftyNerd, and these other two are Her Lady Tompkins and Ethnic Ninja. I'll let you figure out which is which. (laughs)